Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. An insider's look at the National Football League. It's NFL Lunch. Presented by Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. With Vinny and Haney on 105.7 The Fan. Thursday Night Football. Game that was heard here on 105.7 The Fan. Kansas City Chiefs, 19-8 over the Denver Broncos. Patrick Mahomes, 20, uh, 30 of 40 for 306 yards. Touchdown and a pick. Sack a couple of times. Quarterback rating of 94.4. Isaiah Pacheco, 62 on the ground. Travis Kelsey. Yes, with Taylor Swift there. Nine catches for a buck 24. Kadarius Toney's been relatively quiet. He scores the TD there. But, Nolan, we look at this Kansas City team at 5-1 and one and formidable because they have a premier quarterback, but they're not mashing people if anything their defense has kind of been i'm not saying carrying the team but they've been on point where the offense is still looking to find its way right right it's a it's a boring answer here but i feel like if there's one team in the nfl that you can give the benefit of the doubt to it's probably the chiefs Uh, until they are officially eliminated i will not be uh you know singing the the praises of their death or anything here they're they're going to compete until they're not in anymore Uh, i will say though offensively and they flirted with it a little bit this year if kelsey isn't 100 percent or he can't play then things could get a little dicey the only game he didn't play this year they lost to detroit Mm -hmm. Uh, not that wasn't the only factor in that game but it was a big factor and if you take him out of that offense it's really not a lot to it. They're going to need some other receiver to step up and be that guy for Patrick Mahomes. Harrison Butker for field goals as he was perfect there, converted on his only extra point. So it was a boring game. Sean Payton with some buffoonery with the clock management and timeouts at the end of the half, which led to Butker kicking a 60-yarder. Russell Wilson, 13 of 22, threw a couple of picks and a touchdown. The Denver Broncos dropped one and five on the year. And if we talk about a team that's obviously trending down, I mean, their only win was a high-scoring win against the Bears, game they probably should have lost. Uh, there could be some cleanage of the house there, and there already is. Randy Gregory, they traded him to San Francisco, and today, Nolan McGraw, Frank Clark was released, 30 years old, former Kansas City Chief. Not good. Trouble in paradise, but it was never paradise, or it hasn't been for a while now. And just want to remind people, they traded for Sean Payton. They gave up draft capital to make this guy their head coach. And I've always said, we don't see coaching trades very often. Let's start with that. But when this was all happening last year, I said it that I'm not trading anything for any coach. You give me the greatest coach of all time. Prime Belichick, Andy Reid, 
Lombardi, whoever, name any coach in history <laughs> that you want on your team. I'm not giving up any draft capital for him. And then you have to pay him. And they paid him a lot, especially after you already gave up a ton of draft capital to get Russell Wilson. And then you just double down and give away even more to get a coach. It's ridiculous. Yeah, rough times in Denver. Broncos now one and five on the year. Kansas City five and one. Deshaun Watson dealing with a shoulder ruled out against the 49ers. Deshaun Watson, as we know, he talked about crazy contracts and zaniness in regards to that sort of compensation. He's going to miss this game. He missed their last game against the Ravens couple of weeks ago in which the Ravens won that one handily 28 to three Dorian Thompson Robinson is going to get the start with PJ Walker the backup Browns at home mind you and I saw Grant Delpit popping off a little bit the safety hey what best time to beat them when they're undefeated talk about the 49ers well the 49ers are undefeated and unlike Kansas City they are kind of putting the smack down on the opposition Spread's gone from five, I believe it was, earlier in the week. It's now 10 points in favor of the 49ers. And I'm seeing here uh, left guard Joel Batonio also likely out for Cleveland. That's not going to spell good for the rookie quarterback. Uh, David Njoku also looks like he might not play. Well, that's a bad sign for the Browns at home. And it's good for the Ravens. Gets back. To, we'll do our picks next segment. Gets back to what we've been talking about. Hey, I don't care if you win by a half a point. Just win. Because Cleveland's going to lose. And I don't think Cincinnati's going to have an easy game themselves against Seattle. Also, no Daniel Jones for the Giants at Buffalo. When are we going to start flexing the New York teams out of our reality here in primetime or late game uh, fun? Like the Jets are hosting the Eagles. Jets aren't toast yet. Giants are. No Daniel Jones. They're 15-point underdogs at Buffalo. A pissed-off Buffalo team. Uh, Tyrod Taylor going to get the start it seems yeah that was the right call buffalo maybe the best pass rush in the league right now i think they're up there in terms of sacks if not the league leaders uh and we talked about daniel jones getting killed behind that abysmal line last thing you want there a guy with a neck injury uh going up against one of the best pass rush units in football and it looks like sooner or later they're going to get von miller back too Mm-hmm. The Buffalo Bills. It's NFL lunch. Video at Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. One of the, the, the stories, maybe the bigger story than the game itself, was happening before the game on NFL Network. Steve Smith Sr. called Jerry Judy a jag, which is just another guy. Jerry Judy, Alabama, first-round pick, who's been underwhelming, to say the least, for the Broncos this year. Well, Jerry Judy was kind of doing the chorus line behind Garofalo and Steve Smith as they're doing their live hit. I didn't see this. I just saw the aftermath. And and then Steve Smith, he went full on Hulk Hogan. I'm sorry that I said you were a jag, just a guy who's an average wide receiver that you use a first-round pick on that isn't doing anything. I hope today that you actually show up in a way that you haven't showed up in the last couple of years since they drafted you. So if you ever got a problem with Agent 89, I'm sorry for saying that you're an average wide receiver that they eventually will move on. And when teams call me and asking, should they trade for you? I will say, no, don't trade for Jerry Judy because he's mentally unable to handle constructive criticism from people who watch specifically, can he be a wide receiver? Well, that was Steve Smith Sr. After the fact, by the way, Jerry Judy, three catches for 14 yards last night and is by all accounts nolan available for trade 
never had a thousand yard season so much promise so much upside in his career i think ravens fans at one point were clamoring to trade for him i think that was last year if i'm not mistaken right, right? Uh, maybe even in the offseason as well when we were trying to talk about getting Lamar some weapons. Oh, uh, and there was some linkage mm-hmm. chatter, right? right. Memory serves. But, but it's just uh, it's one of those puzzling things. You talk about the Ravens' issues with drafting uh, first-round receivers. Jerry Judy, look at that. Well, Mike, uh, or excuse me, Mike Elias. Eric DaCosta, if you're listening, uh, don't call Steve Smith Sr. for a reference for <laughs> Jerry Judy. If you're looking for a trade, it's NFL lunch. When we come back, it's time for picks. We got five college games. We've got week six of the NFL slate. We were all good last night. Taking the Chiefs. Can we catch up to Vinny? We get that more coming your way. And then Childs Walker, Baltimore Sun preview, Baltimore, Tennessee. Spread still four in favor of the Ravens. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You can pick your friends. We just become best friends. Yep. You can pick your nose. There was no pig. There was no pig. But only Vinny and Haney can pick games. Football Pick'em. 1057 The Fan. All right. Week six NFL. What's it? Week seven college football. Got a lot going on in the world of uh, the pigskin. Maryland tomorrow taking on Illinois. Ravens taking on... uh, Tennessee and London, as we've talked about many, many times throughout the day and throughout the week. Now it's time to put our money where our mouths are. And uh, it's for booze. New to the show. Vinny and Haney, Bob Haney with you. Vinny's off today. Nolan McGraw, other side of the glass. I get beer. Mick Ultra. Watching my figure. Vinny gets wine. $60 worth. That's kind of the limit. And Nolan, uh, 
Still with the yingling there, Nolan, or are you going to switch it up a little bit? This, uh... I mean, I'll take anything that's cold, but if I have my pick, I'll go yingling. Okay. Not only cold, but free. Free beer's the most delicious beer of them all. But before we get to the picks, let's get a standings update after last night, Thursday Night Football. So, uh, Vinny, actually, we were all correct. So let me adjust that. Mm-hmm. Uh, boost our stats here. Vinny's 68 and 35. I'm at uh, 66 and 37. And Bob is at 58 and 45. All right. I got a lot of catching up to do. Maybe this will be the week to do so. We'll start with college. Illinois at Maryland. A game you can hear on 1057 The Fan. 330 kickoff. Terps. 13 and a half point favorites. By the way, if you're new to the show, again, spreads are for fun. We're just picking winners. That being said, Nolan, proceed. Uh, yeah, going with the Terps here. I uh, don't think that comes as a shocker to anyone, but they really seem, I know, losing last week. We're in a position to win, end up choking it away in the fourth quarter. But in these games that they're supposed to win, it feels like they're getting off to better starts, no more 14-point deficits. And even if they do fall behind early, they've shown that they're more than capable to get their act together and pull out a win. Yeah, I'm going Maryland as well as the Terps. I, you know, you talk about the early deficit, Charlotte, Virginia, where they wound up winning handily. I'm just hoping there's no hangover from what happened against Ohio State, how quickly they put it behind them and come out here and, you know, put their dominance on display for everyone on national TV and here on 105.7 The Fan. So I'm going Terps. What Vinny do? Uh, Vinny's going Terps. Yep. Oregon at Washington, number eight in the country against number nine. Pac-12 going the way of the dinosaur, it seems. Two Heisman candidates, Bo Nix for Oregon, Michael Penix. For Washington, spread is three in favor of the Huskies. Should be a great game here. Great atmosphere there for Washington as the home team. Uh, Vinny is going Washington, and I'm going to tail him on this one. Uh, always kind of lean with the home team in these big environments. So I'll go Washington. I'm going to go with the Huskies as well. Loser of this game probably falls out of the Heisman race. Well, it depends on how they play because both Knicks and Penix are in there. But I'll go with the Huskies there. Remember, Penix started at Indiana. Maryland actually KO'd him a couple of years ago when he was with the Hoosiers. And Bo Nix was a legacy at uh, Auburn before he transferred out to the Ducks. Number 25, Miami at number 12, North Carolina. This is a 7.30 kickoff. Tar Heels minus three. Mario Cristobal had the duh moment of college football last week against Georgia Tech. Instead of taking a knee and letting the uh, clock run out when uh, Georgia Tech didn't have any timeouts, they fumbled. Georgia Tech goes, what, 74 yards in two plays? Stuns them. I don't even know. You should fall out of the top 25 for that alone. I was going to say the same thing. They're still in it. Uh Uh-oh, what do you got here? Well, I'm picking against them for that reason alone, and obviously it helps UNC Ranked 12th. They are favored at home here. Uh, Vinny and myself going North Carolina. I'm going with North Carolina as well. USC at Notre Dame. You can argue how's Notre Dame still in the top 25 after they lost to Louisville and Ohio State. Notre Dame, believe it or not, let me me double-check this. It looks like uh, Notre Dame's three-point favorites in this game. Thing is, with the Trojans, they could score. Caleb Williams is putting up, uh, you know, video game numbers, but they can't stop anybody. 
So Vinny's going USC. I am stunned that Notre Dame is favored in this game. I know they're at home. But yeah, minus three. Yeah. Notre Dame has been my kryptonite this year. I don't think I can pick them correctly at all. So I'm going George Costanza here. I'm doing the opposite. I want to pick USC, but I'm picking Notre Dame. I don't want to. I want it known on the record. I don't want to pick Notre Dame, but I'm doing the opposite. Well, that'd be like going to a restaurant saying, I don't want the chicken, but I'm going to do the opposite and get the chicken. Well, everything delicious steak sitting right next to you. Everything I've done to this point is wrong, so it can't be any worse. Uh, USC is what I'm going with here. Caleb Williams, 22 touchdowns, only one interception. UCLA, number 18 at Oregon State. Remember DJ Gungle was the guy replacing Trevor Lawrence at Clemson. Now he's with the Beavers, and they're three-and-a-half-point favorites. Uh, Yeah, I like them here as well. UCLA uh, doesn't really do anything for me. And Vinny agrees, Oregon State. I'm going to go with old Chip Kelly there and the Bruins to to get that upset on the road. Picks time here on Vinny at Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. Bob Haiti, Nolan McGraw. Vinny's off today. All right, let's get to the NFL. Washington at Atlanta. Falcons minus two and a half. Uh, Vinny has the Falcons. I'm breaking my Falcons fascination this week. I think Washington gets a bounce back. I'm going with Atlanta as well. Desmond Ritter plays like he did last week. They could possibly win that division. Chicago hosting Minnesota. The Bears getting three at home. I like the Bears here. Their offense is actually humming right now. Yeah, I'm going to go with Justin Fields to DJ Moore and the Chicago Bears. You're right. He's putting up some pretty big numbers himself at Minnesota. Who knows what's going on with the Vikings, right? No Justin Jefferson. We know that. Yeah, I'm going Chicago. Vinny has the Bears as well. Let's see. Cincinnati is hosting Seattle. Seattle's won three in a row after losing their first one. Cincinnati three-point favorites coming off the win against uh, Arizona last week. I like Cincinnati here. I think they are actually rounding into form after last week's game. Seattle will give them a tough fight, but this will be their measuring stick game for Cincinnati. If they win this one... They're fully back. Uh, well, I got catching up to do, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going Seattle, who's 2-0 and on the road. And Vinny's going Bengals, I'm assuming. Yes. Since he is a Joe Burrow fanboy, which he's made perfectly clear on these airwaves. San Francisco at Cleveland, no Deshaun Watson. No chance, perhaps. San Francisco, 10-point favorites. This would be quite the meltdown if San Francisco loses. I think we all have the 49ers, right? Correct. Miami hosting Carolina, the winless Carolina Panthers, Dolphins minus 13 and a half. Same thing could be said about this game. I'm going Miami, so is Vinny. Uh, Detroit is at, Tam- I'm going Miami too. Detroit is at Tampa Bay. The surprising three and one Buccaneers taking on the Lions. Would the Lions be looking ahead perhaps to the Ravens coming up next Sunday? Detroit minus three. Vinny likes the Lions here on the road. I actually like Tampa Bay at home. Been playing some good ball this year. Baker Mayfield slinging it around. Mike Evans is playing. I saw that. I'm going with Detroit as well. Indianapolis and Jacksonville. Battle for first place in the AFC South. Jags minus four. Uh, Second meeting between these two teams this year. Jaguars won the first meeting, which was first week of the season, I believe. Uh, I think these two teams, they split. So for that reason, I'm going to go with the Colts. Vinny has the Jags. I'm going Jacksonville. Gardner Minshew, former uh, Jag quarterbacking Indy with Richardson on the IR. New Orleans, the Saints, minus one and a half at Houston. Vinny likes the Saints here on the road. Uh, They are still uninspiring to me. Uh, Texans 
pretty frisky. I'll go with Texans. I'm going to go with Houston as well, defending their home turf. Or they haven't will they haven't won a lot in Houston over the last couple of years. New England at the Raiders. Raiders minus two and a half. Uh, Vinny has the Raiders here. I do as well. I don't feel good about it. Uh, picking the Raiders, they're just such an ugly, abysmal team. But New England probably even worse. Yeah, I'm going with the Raiders. Josh McDaniels. Watching Mac Jones, probably wishing uh, he still had him. Probably not. Who knows? Rams minus seven, hosting Arizona. I've got the Rams. Vinny's got the Rams. I'm going Rams. Yeah. Philly at the Jets. Philly minus seven. Vinny, I don't know if he's uh, maybe he's fully delirious. Yeah. Uh, he said Jets in the text, so we're going to hold him to that. Right. Uh, maybe Q got a hold of him, but I've got the Eagles here. I'm going Philly as well. Giants minus Daniel Jones at Buffalo. Bills 15-point favorites. I think they uh, they cover that. I think it may be more towards a 20-point uh, differential this is, here. This is definite breakout the puffy pants. It's hammer time. Can't touch this. Buffalo big in that one. And finally, 9.30 Sunday morning as we're going to have you uh, covered. Baltimore Game Day Uncensored pregame show live from Sports and Social Maryland Live for Pints, Pancakes, and Pigskin. Pigskin, Ravens minus four against Tennessee. Now, Vinny, uh, just his score here, he says Ravens 27-14. We don't get any explanation for that, but uh, pretty high on the Ravens here. I picked the Ravens to win as well, 23-12. I didn't want to steal Antonio's score from earlier, 24-10, so I'll go 23-12. Look, it might not be the prettiest game, but they will handle their business. Uh, If they have to get conservative, so be it. Just do the smart thing, do the right thing, come back home with a win. I think the Ravens will take advantage of that porous pass defense against the Titans, and the drops will become first downs and touchdowns. I'm going Ravens 27-13 over the Tennessee Titans. Those were our picks. We'll look at them on Monday when we return, but when we come back, Childs Walker covers the Ravens for the Baltimore Sun. His projection for the game coming up next. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Taking sports to a whole new level. 105.7 The Fan. Featured Artist Friday. Brush. Chosen by you, the people. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Only one more segment to go. So make it a good one. Get on in here. Nolan McGraw is waiting for you. Plaza for text line 410-583-1057 is your number. Bob Haney with you. Vinny's off today. Let's talk about that Ravens-Titans matchup one more time. Getting you ready for this game over in London. Last time the Ravens were there, it did not go well. Here to preview it, 
from the Baltimore Sun. He's on the WGK Law Guest Hotline. Welcome back to the show, Childs Walker. Childs, good afternoon. What's happening? Yeah, how you doing, Bob? I've I'm, been uh, I've, I've I've morphed back into a baseball writer mostly over the last couple of weeks, but I'm uh, ready ready to dive back in on Ravens. So, yeah. uh, so. and and what's that like though? I mean, you go from the Ravens where it's one game a week, but it's still you know a seven day process to prepare for it. Where with the Orioles, it's like literally day after day after day, and with the excitement being as as uh, strong as it's been in at least nine years around the team. Well, see, it was a fun change of pace. I mean, I was, you know, I covered the Orioles before I covered the Ravens, really. Right. So, I mean, you know, it, in some ways, it's like, it's like going back to your old high school or however, however you want to put it. I mean, that that part of it's fun. And I mean, as you said, there was just a tremendous amount of excitement around the around the town. And I mean, there's so much to look forward to with that team. I mean, it's kind of kind of fun to just get even a little piece of that story. So it was a, uh, it was it was a cool. Uh, Cool, cool little change of pace. And, you know, frustrating end real quick before we get to the Ravens, but do you see a sustainable contention here from this team given the young core and, you know, things can happen that could change it, but the way they're put together with pieces added to be determined, do you see them, Childs, at least being contenders for the next three, four years here? I do. I mean, when, when we when we talked to Michael Elias about that yesterday when he did his, his kind of season wrap-up, um, and he said the only thing that tempers his optimism, of course, is, is how good their division is. I mean, you know, the fact that you're going to have really five teams going for it, you know, almost every year, if not every year. Um, so they, 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 could be, they could be good. They could win, you know, 89, 90 games and, you know, continually be shut out of a wild card spot. But, um, yes, I mean, I, I do think they've built, they've built something real. Um, I, mean, I think it's the first time in really decades that, they had a team that was extraordinarily successful on the field this year and that you could argue should be even better sometime in the next five years because of all the guys they have coming. I mean, you know, the, uh, they, they were, they were outgunned a little bit against the Rangers in terms of offense, but I mean, they have so many high end position prospects coming up that, I mean, you, you would think they're not going to be outgunned for forever. So, I mean, yeah, I, I, I do think there's, there's a lot to be excited about over the next five years, though. All right, let's get to the Ravens. They're in London. They're yep. taking on yep. the Titans. They're four-point favorites. John Harbaugh, when he went met with the media a couple of days ago, said that they had a 45-minute team meeting, and I think everyone will agree that they should be 5-0. and The reality is they're not. They're 3-2. and What do team meetings at this stage of the season mean, usually? I, you know, that there's some – feeling of needing to clear the air of needing to make sure that, you know, what happened last weekend isn't, isn't defining, you know, that anybody who has anything to say about it, you know, that's, that's stuff, that stuff is said. And then, and then you move on. I mean, that, that, that's what it tells me. I mean, that, that they, they looked at that loss and they saw, you know, it, it could be a negative turning point for their season. It was, it, it was that bad. Um, and so you just, you just sort of make sure there's nothing festering, I guess. And, you know, going to London, you know, which is, you know, breaking your routine. And as I think some of the guys said today, I mean, they're, they're sort of, I mean, they're sort of all together all day, you know, being there and, and, you know, it sort of forces them to focus entirely on what they're doing. And, you know, I think having a team meeting, this is probably the, the opportune time to do that because I mean, you know, they have that, they have that total focus. It's a natural time to reset. And uh, you know, I mean, traditionally John Harbaugh has not lost his teams. I mean, you know, they, they have played hard all the, all the way through and, you know, a lot of times they've gotten better over the course of the season, at least when injuries didn't wreck them. So, 
you know, I, I would think you would tend to trust his instincts on that on that sort of thing. Now the drops were a big story last week against the Steelers. What seven of them? Uh, three touchdowns at least that we can uh, count. Two of them literally in the end zone. And Aguilar, he had some space getting in there himself. Yep. Not necessarily their mo. I mean, that was kind of an aberration. But the fumbles, however, how real is the fumble problem for them right now? Well, it's certainly been very real in terms of its impact on on their offense and sort of undermining their momentum, you know, week after week. I mean, it's, it's been a real problem. I mean, what's what's odd about it is that, I mean, this has not been a year-in, year-out problem for Lamar Jackson. And, I mean, he's look, he's he's been at the center of it. I mean, he leads the league with seven fumbles. And, uh, I mean, it's it's hard to know why it's happening. I mean, it's – you know, he had a real problem with his rookie year, but then he really cleaned it up in 2019, and he's been been pretty good in that way since. I mean, some of it is the pass protection breaking down. I mean, that certainly happened in the second half in Pittsburgh, and you know that was, you know, directly responsible for for you know his fumble on that on that second to last drive in in, in the Steelers' loss. Um, you know, and and they they look flat out they need better performance from from their tackles. I mean, you know if. If guys are if guys are rushing in on him from the edge in just a few seconds and he doesn't see him, I mean he's going to be much more prone to fumble. But it hasn't been just that. I mean he's been he's he's been uh, he's been loose with the ball and he said that. And you know I I don't know how easy that is to correct. Um, I mean I know they do all kinds of drills, but it, it is it is odd. I mean there's it's, it's it's hard to say why it's happening this year as opposed to the last few. Charles Walker, Baltimore Sun, joining us here. Bob Haney with you. Featured Artist Friday. It's Rush talking about the Ravens, Titans, Ravens, four-point favorites against Tennessee. And earlier in the show, Childs, we're looking at the stats offensively for the Ravens. Hey, they're ranked 13th in total offense, fourth with the Rush, 26th in the pass. I'm like, these are very similar stats to what we've seen with the previous offense coordinator, Greg Roman. I'm not Eric Coriel. Are there subtle differences between the two? Or are we just waiting for things to come for, uh, to fruition for them offensively? Because I don't see them averaging 21 points for the duration of the year, but maybe I'm wrong. Who knows? No, and I mean, I think, look, I mean, you look at, you look at the last game, you look at the Steelers game, and I mean, those, those, those stats are very misleading in that game because he should have had a lot more passing yards. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's, you know, bottom line. I mean, that was, that's through, through no fault of his. And I think through no fault of the scheme. I mean, you know, they, they schemed up stuff where they should have had, you know, multiple touchdowns that they didn't score over the first three quarters. And he should have had probably an extra hundred passing yards at least. So, I mean, some of that is just needing to clean up the execution in, in, in the passing game and, you know, improve their operations as they've said over and over in, in the first, in, in the first few weeks. Um, that said, I, I do think the idea that this was going to be a, a total aired out offense and that it wasn't still going to be fairly balanced was always probably wrongheaded. I mean, you know, you, you looked at what Todd Munkin did last year with, with Georgia when, you know, he, he had a more crushing talent advantage there, but he ran a very balanced offense. And, and, you know, I, I've always thought that, you know, if they're playing well and they're getting leads early, you're going to see, you're going to see a pretty balanced team. You're not going to see Lamar throwing the ball 45 times a game unless they're behind. So, I mean, I, I never expected to see, you know, a 5,000-yard passing season or, you know, the running games disappear or anything like that. So, I mean, I, 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 you know, I've always thought that with the passing game, their goal needs to be efficiency more than, you know, raw stats. And they weren't very efficient 
last weekend. That's that's the bottom line because of, because of the drops. And so for me, that's more what I'm looking for than, you know, what's the ratio of rushing yards to passing yards. All right. We don't want to get into hyperbole or overstate <laughs> things, but how important is this game Sunday against Tennessee with Detroit looming next week in Baltimore? Yeah, I, I think it's, it's become certainly more important than we might have guessed looking at the beginning of the season um, just because the the loss on Sunday left such a bad taste. And if they were to have another game like that where, you know, they, they just undercut themselves and, you know, they can't finish and all the negative things that we've come to associate with the team, I think that could start to become, you know, a gloomier situation where, you know, you wonder where they're headed and, you know, you have more and more people saying, well, is is there a, is there a fundamental problem with coaching? You know, does there need to be a, a culture change? That that conversation will get more intense if they have a, another another bad performance. So it has certainly taken on, you know, a greater weight. And also there's the fact that, I mean, you know, we, we know what a stinker they laid the last time they played in London. They've taken a very different approach this time. They went for the whole week. They're, you know, they sound very happy with the way it's worked. You know, it's nothing but good vibes coming out of there today. You know, great injury report. They're healthier than they've been really all year. So, I mean, you know, they're, they're certainly doing their best to, uh, to counter the negativity from last weekend. But, yeah, I, I, I think it's pretty important. Yeah, Nolan and I said to the traveling part that since they left Monday, and as you said, Childs, everybody is loving everybody. They've gotten acclimated to uh, London over the last six days. If they lose and they come back and use that as, a, as an excuse to travel, I'm not buying it. Get your ass kicked, yeah. that one thing, but you come back and, well, you know, the tra- I'm not buying it if that's an excuse. No, no, I think I, I think you're right, and and I will say, I mean, just I, I haven't heard John Harbaugh angrier about too many games than he was about that that 2017 game in London. I mean, he just, you know, he would talk about it long after it happened. It's just he, I think he was stunned by how not prepared they were to play. So as we just said, they've done everything different this time to try to avoid that. So I, I agree. There's no. No way you could use that as, as an excuse. Childs Walker, Baltimore Sun. Childs, as always, appreciate the time. Have a great weekend, and we'll catch up with you soon. All right, thanks, Bob. Bye. You got it, man. Childs Walker, everybody, on the WGK Law guest hotline. We'll come back, take a trip through the funhouse, then Inside Access takes over at 2 o'clock here on this Featured Artist Friday. Vinny and Haney, two opposites attracted by a paycheck. 105.7 The Fan. Video 8105 the fan. Tom Sawyer closing out our rush. Featured artist Fridays, chosen by you, the people. Bob Haney, Nolan McGraw. Remember, sports and social. Sunday morning, Baltimore Game Day Uncensored pregame show, 6 a.m. Brought to you by Rice Mirtha Pasaurus. Get you ready for the Ravens and Titans. We're all confident in victory around these parts. We've been confident before, like last week, like against the Colts. And they wound up losing both games. So hopefully the Ravens will make us uh, make us look smart for the first time in a while. Nolan, what's uh, what's your plans for the weekend? It'll be a very gloomy Saturday and Sunday. So you got to take advantage of what's left of a beautiful day outside right now. I think I'm going to hit the driving range, swing the golf clubs around a little bit. It's been a while. And then from there, we'll see. Tomorrow feels like uh, I'll be glued to the couch type of day. Yeah, tomorrow's rain. Mm-hmm which means uh, clean the house and then I'll get the three TV set up and, you know, no baseball till Sunday, but there's boxing on tomorrow and I'm always down with the pugilism and there'll be college football at the yin yang. So no shortage of uh pigskin. Maryland oh, at three 30. Uh, 
Tomorrow might be a slow cooker kind of day. Get something going in that early afternoon. Mm, I hear you. Yeah. You get your chef hat on, doing some good things there. I did yard work yesterday, so I don't have to worry about that until April. Probably. That's all done, but you never know. Zany weather here in the state of Maryland. But Nolan's not going to be at Maryland Live, but me and Ken Wyman and the rest, we're going to be there. Come on out at 6 o'clock. I mean, you see me at 6 in the morning, it's like, oh, oh. Oh, damn. Anyway, let's go to the funhouse. Quick draws, funhouse. The rudeness, tuneness text reader. Who's the fastest gun alive? This side of the Chesapeake. Sponsored by the Smile Design Center. Changing the way you feel about dentistry one smile at a time. For information or to schedule an appointment for care, give them a call today. 443-348-8812. I like that quick draw. 1057 The Fan. Craig and Catonsville here talking about keys to a Ravens win after scoring more points than the other team, of course. Yes. His second key is ball security. He's in line with me. Hold on to the ball. Catch the ball. Risking your life for the ball. Do whatever it takes to hold on to the damn ball. Yeah, I don't think drops are a problem. I think it was a one-game aberration that cost them a game. But the fumbles are real. And, yes, it needs to be addressed. Uh, this one here says, uh, because you brought it up, Bob, yes, the Ravens should go after Frank Clark, proven veteran pass rusher that's already in game shape, unlike Kyle Van Noy, who they signed off the couch. And played well in his first game. Clowney's been outstanding. He just doesn't have the sack numbers to prove it. But Frank Clark, I'm guessing all stones will be uh, overturned for uh, Eric DaCosta. And look, they traded for Roquan last year, Yannick Kakwe a couple years ago, uh, Marcus Peters. So, the Costin's not shy about busting a move here to fill holes. He's got he a reputation. It. Yes, sir. No need to give up capital for Clark, though. No. Go. And he's cheap. Reworked his deal and everything. Right. Well, I would imagine a lot of other teams are interested. So That's true. And he's got championship experience with the Chiefs. Uh, how about this one here? Jay in Essex says, you have to take the good with the bad when it comes to Lamar's fumbles. Uh, quarterbacks do handle the ball most, but since 2018, Lamar ranks fifth in fumbles behind guys like Josh Allen, Kirk Cousins, and Matt Ryan. Yeah, and as Charles Walker says, rookie year, he had problems with it 18 when he took over for Flacco, tightened it up big time during the MVP year, but... And I know, again, we'll stress the drops, but he has as many lost fumbles as touchdown passes this year. Not good. Bad. And we'll close with a prediction from Chris, who says, uh, I agree the Titans always seem to play the Ravens hard, but that being said, I think this is the week the Ravens finally take advantage of a sleepy Titans team. Ravens win 31-10. I hope you're right, because I could use a Ravens game that doesn't have a lot of high drama heading into the final five minutes of it. We all think the Ravens win, and we think they win handily, which means the exact opposite will probably happen. Nah, I'm very confident Ravens will handle their business, come back 4-2, and because Cleveland's going to lose. I think Cincinnati could be in trouble there. Pittsburgh's off. Ravens come back 4-2 and two per uh, first place in the AFC North. That's going to do it for us for the week. We'll be back on Monday with Vinny and Haney for Nolan McGraw. I'm Bob Haney. Whatever my name is, Inside Access is coming up next. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Have a great weekend for now. Class dismissed. Okay, picture this. 
It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 